Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Catacomb Cult Podcast. My name is Javin Romero, and I am your intrepid host for this evening. I'm your titular character in this episode of life. And it is life, this episode. This is an impromptu impromptu podcast that I'm doing because I was just sitting on the couch and I was like watching some stupid movie and I was like, yeah. I got some shit on my chest. I got some shit on my chest. And I need to get it off. So I set up all the gear and here we are. And it is. There's I'm I'm going through a crisis right now. I'm going through a a career crisis and a and a fucking midlife crisis, I guess. I'm 35, 34. I'll probably croak at 70, so yeah, I'm, yeah this is like midnight or mid, midlife crisis. But anyway, yeah, the career shit is like, I don't know how to handle it anymore. I'm too old to be like, I'm, I'm just sick and tired of doing what I've been doing for like 10 years. Not like the artistic side of it, not the creative side of it. I love that shit, but I'm saying like living check to check doing pro bono shit for people that don't know what I'm talking about pro bono, you know, you know, everybody knows that means free, but like in the photography world or video world, it's like exposure. People are like, let's trade exposure. Like, yo, let's do this and you'll get exposure. And you get that a lot. And you do have to do a lot of that work. I say everybody should do that work when they're first starting out. But I'm fucking 34 now. 30 I keep wanting to say 35, but I'm 34 now. And um I I just can't keep doing that, man. And um uh, what I mean for what you don't know, like for people that don't know is like say say like um a a model hits me up or an agency hits me up and says like, "Yo, we got this model. She has 50,000 followers on Instagram. It's a lot of followers. They're like, yo, we want you to shoot her photo wearing this t-shirt or whatever, this fucking snowboard or these sandals or whatever. And, you know, but you'll just get exposure for that. We might, we'll, we'll pay for expenses and shit like that, but you'll just get exposure. You know, you'll have access to her fifteen or 50,000 followers. That's how they say it. You'll have access to all her 50,000 followers. And I'm not talking shit. There, that, there is some merit to that. And there, there is a lot of merit to that. But not if you want to survive. <laughs> you know, you, could, you, you might get one person who sees your shit and is like, that's dope, dude. Yo, how much? What's your rates? Let me blah blah blah. I want to hire you for my next thing, and you and they'll be, and you'll you can go outrageous. You'll be like, yo, I'm fucking twenty five hundred dollars for today. You know what I mean? I mean, that's outrageous, right? Other other photographers are probably like, like this. The photographer I used to work for, she would be like twenty five hundred a day. You cheapskate. But anyway, yeah. But anyway, like, you know, people will hit you up and you and you'll and you'll do that. But that's like one person. 
maybe two, three. That's not it. And yeah, like maybe they hit you all up in one month and you're like, whoa, I'm fucking balling. I just made 10 grand this month. But three, you know, it's not sustainable. You have, you know what I mean? It's just not sustainable. <clears throat> and those are the breaks, you know, like photography is like a dying art. There's a, there's a few photographers that are just legend status, but they're all legends from like the seventies. You know what I mean? You know, the OG photographers like Annie Leibovitz or, you know, Esteban Oriol, but you know, they made their name back in the day. Like when photography was, you know, not everybody had a phone on them and and it's not discounting him. Annie Leibovitz is fucking her fucking lighting shit. I, I try to copy that shit so much, but I she's just so badass. But, and I've seen her, like, do shoots with, like, shitty lighting. Like, makeshift fucking can lights from Home Depot. And just just something about her editing and her lighting just, like, I, I'm, I'm trying to steal that. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to steal it, but I want to learn, like, how she does it. Like, she could take a fucking piece of shit like house light and I could take the same house light and then we'll like we'll and like light their model and then we'll compare no like we'll compare photos who's better and hers will just be like what were you guys even in the same room like what the fuck you know <laughs> and Esteban come on he's 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 already he's a come on everybody knows his shit he's iconic anyway it's just like I don't, I, I'm I'm sick and tired of like living check to check, man. You know, like some months I'll fucking be up and and I'll be good for a few months. I'll be like, yeah, I'm good for a few months. I don't even have to work for a few months, and then it'll just be, you know, check to check. Fucking, it's I'm I'm old now, and so, and I can't even like move back to my hometown in Arizona because Arizona used to be so cheap, like. It used to be so cheap, but I looked at places in my old, <clears throat> where I used to live in uh, downtown Flagstaff, that shit's just, as exp- it's more expensive than LA. I mean, certain parts of it, like, it's more expensive than Long Beach, like, by far. Like, a one-bedroom, you can't find a one-bedroom for, like, less than 1500 bucks, like, to, like, 2000 bucks. That's, like, Venice Beach prices, man, it's fucking ludicrous, but... So I don't know what to do. I'm at an impasse. And my solution, what I think, and it's not just like a whim. I haven't just like thought of this today or anything. But my solution is van life. Hashtag van life. I'm going to have to incorporate that into the title on YouTube because... I am a clickbaity motherfucker. I know people hate clickbait. Fuck that. What are you come on? You know what it is. Bitch, I'm gonna do some clickbait. <laughs> but yeah, van life. And if you don't know what van life is, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's exactly what the title incarnates. Incarnates? I don't know. It's what the exactly what the the title describes living in a van for life well maybe not for life but for as life at least and yeah I've always kind of wanted to do that I've always kind of wanted to travel 
and fucking do like little nature documentaries. Imagine like me and Bazooka cruising around in this fucking dope van that I pimped out and fucking stopping up in like Big Sur, throwing the drone up, fucking getting a fire on, putting a couple T-bones on, <sighs> pouring a glass of vino from Napa Valley, straight up from Napa Valley, from from the gra- like the grapes I crushed three days earlier. I know, I know, it has to ferment, I know. But from the bottle I picked out of those grapes that I crushed three days earlier. You know what I mean? Uh-oh. Ooh-ooh. Little spell. My beard is ridiculous. But, yeah, I mean, I've always kind of wanted to do that anyway. But, like, I wanted to do that with a home base. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this would be this, but I think that'd be dope too, man. Like, I'm afraid to fly. I don't like flying at all. I do like flying. I actually love flying, but my anxiety takes a hold of me. When I was a kid, it didn't. And I did love flying. I loved the feeling of taking off. I loved looking out the windows, all that. But my anxiety now just fucking riddles me. Incapacitated And it's fucking It's bullshit But anyway like Yeah I want to fucking fly But I can't So I've always wanted to go to Florida I've never been to Florida I've always wanted to go like Drive drive to the Keys The Florida Keys where the they had those You know that bridge that Goes through all those islands And you hit each island over the ocean And the ocean's like 10 feet and it's like beautiful green water and you can fucking snorkel and shit like that. That, that I want to live and Florida's cheap. Like that might be my ultimate destination, but I don't want to fly there. I know I should, but I I don't know. I think it'd be dope to take my van, a van. I don't have a van, but I think it would be dope to take a van. And cruise, man, and cruise. Take my time getting there. Stop in Louisiana. Some Creole French shit down there, you know? I fuck is a tree shaker down there. I'm, that's a French guy, by the way. So don't don't get crazy. <laughs> that's a, that's the French. That's that French Creole shit or that talk. The French Creole. I, I'm sorry. But anyway, yeah, you know, van life is calling me and I want it to be one of those like if you're a van, if you follow the van life movement, they have stealth vans where, you know, it it just looks like a sprinter van and shit, you know, one of those high roof Amazon sprinter vans and you could just park like so when I have work or something in LA, I'll just park on the fucking block, man. Just chill here for a couple of days doing the work. I'm going to have a fucking solar system. I mean, that's the dream. I've been following this shit and all that, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know what else to do, man. I'm like, I I need to throw, I need to blow up my current situation. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, uh, there's a lot of like curveballs that have been thrown my way in the past week. And I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? And I'm a fucking crazy person everybody knows who knows me 
I don't know. Van life might be for me. And Bazooka. She'd probably eat something and kill herself. But I mean, that's her prerogative, man. I try to teach her not to eat stuff off the ground, but that's all her little heart desires. Is she just wants to eat random little things like screws or pieces of plastic or different types of plants outside. Just everything, everything, little pieces of wood. And it hurts her stomach and she sits blood, but, and I yell and get mad and, and get frustrated, but you know, that's just what she wants to do. That's what her little heart desires is to kill herself by eating foreign objects. So, you know, what better way to do that than some cacti in El Paso, Texas, while we're living van life. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, let me fill up this and then we'll get to some topical shit. What's up everyone, Javin here. I just wanted to take a second to mention my online store. We have prints, t-shirts, hats, and special gifts with each purchase. Everything is handmade and designed by myself or other amazing artists I know. Quality materials and timely shipping, plus that extra special ingredient love and appreciation your support helps my creative endeavors and supports other artists like me visit the catacombcult.bigcartel.com yo new and limited items are cycled through there all the time so at the catacomb cult on instagram or my personal page at javin romero the revenue i see from this shop gets poured right back into things like short films photo shoots lunches and gas money for any crew or actors helping me out you know locations all that plus you get some dope shit so thank you once again let's cultivate <laughs> that's stupid all right thanks peace oh whoa all right filled her up fill her up fill her up you know van life i feel like i have this shit too loud but we'll fix that shit in post right all right filled her up let me get a little snifter. That's what those wine tasters do. They swish it in their teeth. Imagine me doing that up in Napa Valley with a little bazooka on my shoulder, like fucking like a parrot. Anyway, all right. Enough of my midlife crisis. You know, I love photography and I love the creativeness of it, but it's just. A lot of shit that people don't talk about and it's the truth for a lot of fucking creative people and it's a it's the reason why a lot of creative people get taken advantage of including myself is because when you're a creative person you kind of constantly think you're a fraud unless you have some crazy I don't know, like Mick Jagger confidence or something. But for the most part, you kind of th- and and I'm not even saying Mick, I'm I'm saying Mick Jagger now. Mick Jagger when he was first starting out, he, I'm sure he felt the same way. But like, you you kind of just constantly think you're a fraud because I'm self taught in everything I do, except for writing. I mean, I went to school for that, but I mean. <laughs> That shit kind of went out in one ear and out the other. I, I I picked up some good grammar tips and shit like that and some good story structure. It wasn't all a bust, but um, for the most part, I'm f- like photography, self-taught. 
I've had a couple people like teach me stuff, but for the most part, editing, video, self-taught. Shan taught me some After Effects stuff, and um, but you know, basically self-taught. Like if I don't know something, I look it up, and I learn it. You know, and so like you feel kind of like a fraud and like you feel like you're going to be exposed at any moment. Like, oh, this motherfucker is going to expose me. Like when you get a new job, you get this panic. You're like, can I do this? Like, I promised this, but can I even do that? Like, and it's a daunting task when you when you have to sit down and actually do it. Like I'm doing this project right now where it's a really green screen heavy Cause homeboy wants green screen shit. And I'm not like a green screen artist that there's fucking schools for that shit alone, you know, but I'm trying my best. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I know how to like do simple green screen and like change the background like, and, but it, it, and have it look shitty, but I'm talking like he wants it to be an immersive world. And it's tough, you know, like it's hard to do and and it's you need crazy good computer. And anyway, so like a lot of artists get taken advantage from that shit. And that's why you do shit for exposure. You do shit just to see if you can do it. But after a while, I've been doing it for so long. It's like, yo, man, I need to like I need to fucking I need to break out of that. Break on through to the other side. You know, I, I was, you know, just um, shifting gears, break on through to the other side. You know, it's Jim Morrison. And somebody said he's the shittiest lyric. Uh, uh, lyri- he writes the shittiest lyrics ever. And I was like, nah, dude, you're tripping. And then he kind of like started rattling off all these different lyrics. And <laughs> they were pretty shitty, I'll be honest. But I'm like. He's like he was like he, Jim Morrison is the shittiest poet ever to live, and I was like, "What? Like, what are you saying? Like, no way! Like, the doors, like they fucking, you know, they they broke down motherfucking doors, man. They broke barriers." And he was like, "I can't remember the lyrics, but I could look them up." But fuck that. I'm gonna move on to a different subject. But anyway, do your research. Leave a comment if you think that's ludicrous, but. I'm not a crazy Doors fan. I do like the Doors, but, you know. Anyway, leave that shit. Comment, people. Also, by the way, this is a perfect moment. I'm I'm, I'm going to, like, put something up here in the screen or what, over here somewhere. <laughs> and, by the way, I hate that I'm looking over here because I put up a monitor to see when my camera starts to overheat because, you know, my camera doesn't have a flip-up thing, a flip-up screen. Because it's a photography camera. But. So I should be looking here. Instead I'm looking here. And I know a lot of YouTube cats do that. And I hate it. And I'm doing it myself now. But them the breaks. But anyway. Shifting gears. Yeah. I I want you guys to go to my Anchor page. Like my. I use Anchor.fm. To host these podcasts on like Spotify and and Apple and all kinds of other other shit that I, you know, like Google Podcasts, all that. And it does it for free. It's fucking dope as hell. Like all the other ones, you have to pay money. But 
This one does it for free. They say they'll like take your shit and steal it or whatever, but I don't give a shit. So <laughs> maybe, maybe some people, if you, if you really precious to your podcast and you don't want it stolen, but yeah, anyway, the, the landing page, I, and by the way, I don't know if they actually do that. Like anchor, it probably doesn't do that. I, that's just the comments I've heard anchor from what I've seen is fucking dope as shit. Way better than Buzzsprout. I mean, I don't have to pay anything. I haven't paid a fucking single cent, and it's on Spotify and Apple Apple Podcasts. That's the one, only ones I give a shit about, and I haven't paid a fucking dime. So, Anchor's the shit. Fuck all the haters. And if they want to take a piece of what I say and put it in an ad, because I think that's what they're claiming they do, I don't give a shit. Go ahead. But um, anyway... Go to my anchor page and they fucking have a little thing. They have like a landing page and they have a little thing at the bottom. We'll put it up right here or, or, or over here. Sorry, hitting the mic. And you can leave voicemails and shit. And I might play them on the podcast if they're cool or if they're horrendous. So they have to be either cool or horrendous. If they're just like, hey, man, what's up? What's up? Much love. Appreciate the love. But... It might not make it onto the show. <clears throat> but if they're horrendous and wretched and vile, they might make it on the show. You have to know what's cool within wretched and vile. And if you don't know that, fucking get your shit together, man. But anyway, yeah, go check out the anchor. I'll leave the link and all that. And fucking leave me a voicemail or leave me a question and I'll fucking answer it. To the best of my ability. So, the world is going crazy, right? Over cartoons. The fucking world is going crazy over fucking cartoons. <laughs> Especially on Facebook. It's so funny. Facebook is so funny, man. Like, I'm not shitting on anybody on Facebook. Because I know it's like an escape. But when you take these topics seriously on Facebook and think you're like enacting a change. It's kind of funny, man. It's just funny. Like I'm not clowning you like, like this Pepe Le Pew shit <laughs> or no better yet. The Dr. Seuss shit. I see people like, yo, if you want to post memes and shit, like and make fun of it, go ahead. That's funny. That's funny to me. But if you like really get serious and you're like, have 150 fucking messages. You snowflake, you fucking racist redneck, blah, 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 back and forth. I fucking hate you, blah, 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 liberal, cuck, fucking, you know, whatever. It's pretty ridiculous on Facebook. I get it. People are angry. But are you really angry? Is Dr. Seuss really that dope? <laughs> Like, I get it. It's tapping into that nostalgic part where, like, I, I read I read fucking Dr. Seuss when I was a kid. It's the best thing in the world. It, the, the best thing in the world. I, yo, I'm a voracious, voracious reader. Dr. Seuss makes no sense. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not saying this should be canceled, by the way, either. But I'm just saying I see people on online and they're, they're like, talking shit with their friends, like, Drawing lines in the sand Like if you believe this Fuck you I'm gonna fucking hit you in the face Next time I see you Over fucking Dr. Seuss It's crazy 
and it's and it's and I think it's because it's an easy thing to grab onto. Like all this shit that goes on in the world, like it's kind of like I I don't follow the news anymore, so it's like even more out of my element. But like, you know, to like really understand what's going on with foreign policies and shit like that, you gotta follow the shit. And I'm like, the fuck out of here. I used to, but get the fuck out of here. I don't have any bandwidth left in my brain for that. So this Dr. Seuss shit, when I see, and I see people I, I love and shit, and they're like just going nuts. Green eggs and ham. Here, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a little story about little jabbing and green eggs and ham. You know, I grew up in fucking England, right? Well, I grew up in fucking Sussex. Wait, no, Wessex. They still call it Wessex? I don't know. Actually, no, I grew up in Wales on the east coast of the British Isle. I think that's on the west coast, actually. But anyway, I grew up in fucking Wales, and my mother, my mother, my mother, my mother, my mother used to say, Hey, Javin, hey, Javin, come over here, you little fucker. Come over here, you little fuck. Come over here, you little fuck. Kind of like my Mexican homies, they'd be like, you know, what's up, fucker? They, my mother would be calling like, come over here, you little fucker. I got you a new book. It's called Green Eggs and Ham. Green Eggs and Ham. And I'd be like, oh. Oh, thank you, mother. Thank you, mother. And well, I, no, no, no. I was born in Hell's Kitchen, New York City, and I kind of emulated Joe Pesci, you know, because he was short and fucking, you know, fucking, you know, he was short and stabby in the neck. You know what I mean? He was fucking brutal. And I'd be like, all right, thanks, ma. Fucking hey, thank you, ma. Fucking love you, ma. Fucking go. I'll take this in the room and go read it right now. Thank you, mother. I love green eggs in here. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait to read this book. And then I would, you know, I would sit in my fucking race car bed. Like my no, it wasn't a race car bed. It was a fucking. It was a Cadillac El fucking Dorado bed. You know, I fucking sit there in my pajamas. I'd lay back and I fucking read this. I was reading this book, Green Eggs and Ham. Sam I am, Green Eggs and fucking Ham. What the fuck? And I ran. I ran. I ran to my mother's room. I ran to my mother's room. I fucking woke my mother up. I shook my mother up. She was sleeping heavy that night. Heavy that night. A little too much of this. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I woke my mother up and I was like, Ma, what the fuck is this? Green eggs and ham. Sam I am on a, on a fucking tarp in the fucking dark. Blah, blah, blah. The fuck this is fucking makes no fucking sense. This is nonsense. Don't fucking give me books like this. What the fuck are you doing sleeping anyway? You got some meat sauce on a stove that needs stirring. We're famished over here. What the fuck up, ma? What the fuck? Sorry, ma. Sorry, ma. I love you. I love you, ma. I fucking love you. You know, fucking. I'll never talk to you like that again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God bless. God bless. So, so yeah, <laughs> who gives a shit about Dr. Seuss, dude? <laughs> you know, and by the way, his own company is the ones are, are the, his own company are the ones who dis, I, I guess, stop printing those books. It's not like the people demanded it and they did it. The company thought, you know, so their company's trying to be pre-woke. You know what I mean? 
I don't think people are really that offended. They just like to get offended. And that's what it is on both sides, by the way. By the way, you know, these tank tops, these 40 elephant tank tops, they're available. Or they're not available yet. I need to make them available, goddammit. But um, I don't really like wearing tank tops. I'm not as like, I'm not as like, you know, as I'd like to be. But I'm testing out like the different brands because fuck Gildan, man. Fuck Gildan. Especially if you're a fat ass like me. Fucking Gildan. You know, T-shirts, you know, guilt for people that don't know, Gildan are a cheap brand of T-shirts and a lot of bands, you know, like starter bands, not starter bands, but, you know, young bands who are broke use Gildan because it's the cheapest blank T-shirt you can get. You can order like 25 Gildans for like three, two dollars to like three dollars a shirt and then get those printed up and blah, blah, blah. But they fucking make you look like you're wearing a fucking circus tent. You know what I mean? Especially if you're like me, a fat ass who's short, so I need a fucking XL sometimes or a large sometimes, but they just, it's just, but it's just like, so I'm testing out, I can't remember which one this is, I think it might be an American Apparel, no, no, I can't remember, I ain't trying to bust them up anyway, but anyway, I got some fucking tanks coming for the summer, so... Be on the lookout for that, you know. Switching gears completely, people need to stop calling out Mayweather. Like, why the fuck are, like, all these people want to fight Mayweather? I, know, I mean, I know why the individual wants to, but why are we clamoring for it? Like, I know the individual wants to fight Mayweather because it's a fucking payday. You know, like, the fighter... Whoever, like, Jake Paul wants to fight Mayweather, of course he does. It'll be a fucking payday out the ass. And I know that's why a lot of people fight, but, but like, nobody wants to see that shit, man. I, I, I mean, I respect, I'm a boxing fan, and I respect Mayweather, and, well, I respect Mayweather, and he's one of the greatest defensive boxers that ever lived, and he beat the shit out of his wife, you know. But anyway... He's the most boring when yo when I when I want to go to sleep when I have severe insomnia and I'm just sleeping my my eyes are wide and I'm I'm fucking stressing about this and that and I I can't I can't have a moment's rest. You know what I think about? I think about Mayweather fights. I think about watching Mayweather fight Pacquiao or Mayweather fight Canelo. Or or any of his other fights. Except Maidana. Maidana shook that motherfucker and Kenny Bayless saved his ass. Fucking on the payroll. Kenny Bayless was the ref. Saved his ass. Fuckers on the payroll. I'm calling that shit out to the YouTube. What up? <laughs> fuck Mayweather. Yo, fuck him also just because he's a piece of shit, dude. But whatever. <laughs> Mayweather. <laughs> Yo, let me grab my vape, man. I gotta be hella... Yo, let me grab my vape. I'm fucking... I'm that dude, yo. Yeah, I need my vape, man. I haven't smoked in almost three years now. I feel good. I know vaping, blah, blah, blah. Don't miss me with that shit. I feel better. My throat doesn't hurt anymore. I know, I do, I do all the vices. But by the way, when this tank shuts off... 
That, that means for me, to t- it's time to wrap it up. It's on a timer. It shuts off precisely at midnight. So, yeah, and I'm, and I'm drinking always. I don't want it to be always like that, though. Like, But I can't conceive of doing this without drinking. I, I don't know why. Like, who the fuck wants to just talk like this about random shit just mad sober? I mean, I've done it, I guess, but it's always fun or drunk. It's definitely fun or drunk, you know what I mean? You know, I fucking play, I, you know, when I, I had my communion when I was like eight years old, I was in like a fresh all white suit, man. Fucking my grandpa, my grandpa Maximilian Omar Romero gave me a fucking, I still have it, a gold bracelet, you know, that said Romero on it. It was fucking badass. Like actual gold and shit. And, um, yeah. And I was like in this white suit, white tie, white vest, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, you know, you have to go to like after school shit to like learn about the communion and and read your part and stuff. And guess what mine landed on? Well, you know, there's different sections that each kid reads. And mine was about good old vino, good old grape juice. I swear to God. And then, you know, when I was walking up for my communion, you know, I was doing a step, man. I was doing a step. <laughs> And then I got to the priest and, you know, I ate the little cookie, the little wafer, the little Eucharist. Is it Eucharist? I don't know. And then the body of Christ. And then I fucking, you know, grabbed the goblet, even though it disgusts me now. Disgusts me. But I grabbed the goblet. You know, I I don't I wouldn't share my drink with that many people, but I grabbed the goblet. And the and the the priest was like, no, I fucking feed you the goblet, and but I grabbed that shit and I was like playing tug of war with the priest. I was like, give me that shit, give me that shit. I fucking drank it all, and then I fucking dropped it and I said, what's up, man? There's a party around the corner. No, joking. <laughs> all right, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Um. I don't really have much more to talk about. I aired my grievances about photography and stuff. And, you know, I love just to reiterate again, I love doing photography. And there are a few cats that I back that I'm still down to do like free shit for it. And I'm, I'm not trying to put it out there like that, but I'm just being honest. There are some cats I would I'm, I'm you know, I'm down with. But, you know. It's a fucking grind, man. I'm trying to make a living at the same time, you know, so it's hard. But anyway, please like and subscribe. Fucking, I want to fucking reach as many people as I can with my words of wisdom. But yeah, please like and subscribe. And and if you get a chance... Yeah, and if you get a chance, leave me a comment or fucking put a put a, a voicemail on the FM. I'll I'll send out all the links, but put a give me a send me a voicemail either through fucking DM on Instagram, you know how you can do the fucking or on Facebook, you can do the microphone voicemail, something that I could play on here, not just the text. But yeah, leave one of those and let me know about van life. Give me some pointers. Should I, like, start a Patreon for van life? Should I start a GoFundMe? 
No, I don't. I don't really like doing those kind of things. I've never done one, and I'm not talking shit on them at all. Like, I they 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 help a lot of people out, and they fucking push ideas. Like, I've seen a lot of dope short films and and products like film products come out, like uh, film gear products come out through that shit. But I feel like weird me asking for money, but. I mean, I'd love to do that shit, man. I'll come. Yo, you give me enough money on my Patreon. I don't have a Patreon, but should I start one? Let me know. You give me enough money, we'll do I'll do a pod I'll drive my van to you and do a podcast with you. <laughs> you give me like 50 bucks. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if I'm crazy or I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of not having a garage or a backyard. You know what I mean? I'm sure you all can relate. But a lot of my people can't relate. A lot of my homies back home, that I, I see them. They already have like fucking giant houses. And I could have been that. I could have done that. I had a good construction job when I lived there. But I'm a fucking flitty, weird Weirdo. It's what it is. Anyway, I love you. I love you. I love everyone. That's one thing with van life, though. Like, how am I going to, like, hook up with girls? <laughs> Not that I'm a player or a Mac or anything. I don't, like, pull mad girls. But I'll definitely not be one. Like, at least, like... When I have my own place in, in L.A., people girls are like, whoa, that's impressive. You know what I mean? But if I'm like, yo, let's go kick it in the van. <laughs> that might be yikes. Like, no. Unless I go out into like the the wilderness of Oregon or something. Take some boomers. Take some bloomers. And see God with somebody. I mean, I'm for that too. Anyway, I love you. Bazooka is staring at me like a Siamese cat. For real, she has her face down and her eyes up like that. Anyway, I love you. I love you immensely. Oh my God, I love you so much. Please like and subscribe. I don't care if you like, just subscribe. And leave comments, man. Come on. The fuck? What do you got doing is so important? Take two seconds. I comment on my friend's fucking shit. <laughs> All right. I love you. Peace out, everybody. Established in 399 BC, this is the Catacomb Cult. Catacomb Cult. Catacomb Cult.